Do mud pies count as a real food fight? It's the Coco Show, episode 24. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Coco Show. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be talking about mud pies. Mm, good eating. Now, Aaron, did you ever serve mud pies up on Mud Mountain? I never did. Because Mud Mountain, uh, hilariously, it's not really that muddy except on the road. And it was so muddy, you wouldn't want to grab you and put your hand down in there. I did see suckers get hit with mud pies when I was a kid in my mom and dad's backyard. I distinctly remember a fellow running. You know, my dad built me a clubhouse in the backyard, but he never mm. finished it. Right? So all it was was like a two, it was a two-story number, but and there was a board that ran about neck level at the, on the bottom floor in between the four legs. Mm -hmm. And I was watching this kid, and the kid hit someone with a mud pie, big wad of mud. And he was running off, and he was laughing. He was turning his head like this to laugh, and he wasn't paying attention. And he simultaneously necked himself on that cross oh. beam while oh. getting hit in the face with a with a mud pie. And it was wrestling style, like he got clotheslined. He just fell out and laid there in a pile of mud. That was high <laughs> comedy. So when I think mud pies, I think of that poor sad goose. Is that, is that structure still there? No, for the good of the nation, the old man pulled that down because what we used to do was, you know, the second floor was just cross beams and stuff. In fact, all mm -hmm. of it was cross. There was no flooring in it. It's just like if you built a, a square, like a box, a cube, but you mm -hmm. left the top and bottom of the cube just open. And so what we would do is we'd crawl to the second floor and just leap off. That's what that was sort of our game. And leap to Did your you death. ever? In the band room, did you ever go inside the closet where they'd put boards across the uh, the, the the top of the closet, and you could climb up there and get up in the like ventilation? I, no, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I did that. All, well, I discovered it one day. I was like just hanging out in the band room before a football game. Yeah, and there was one closet that nobody ever went into. Yeah, and uh, and you know how the band room is? It's got those several small closets. I think they were supposedly originally supposed to be practice rooms. Yeah, but they didn't put any windows and they didn't put any lights in those rooms. So I don't know what they were there for. But anyway, uh, you could go and somebody. I looked up and I saw that there were two befores. You know, uh, 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 across the, the the ceiling, and I was like, man, I wonder if I could get up there. And so I got a timpani, right? Because what do you do if you need a ladder? You grab a timpani, you drag it over there. You stood on a okay? timpani? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> as a band director, my behavior horrifies me now. I would have expelled you for that. Yeah. So I got up there. I, I crawled up there. And I went up there, and it was like my own little wonderland. And by wonderland, I mean spider-infested nightmare. <laughs> because there was stuff up there. People had gone up there and, and probably got up to nefarious things. But I came down out of there, and the next day I had spider bites just all over my arms and my neck and stuff. And so that was the last time I made that that trip. That ending was disappointing because I thought this was going into like a Porky's-like affair where oh. you crawled to the ladies' <laughs> locker room, you know? That was, uh, that was always the hope is that pretty much everything in high school was always the hope of that being the end game. But, it ne it never know, is, is <laughs> it? It never is. Now, I'll tell you what the end game is for the Coco Show, Aaron. And this show well, begins and ends with one Robert Murphy, Robert Allen Murphy. We appreciate him because he is the Coco Show VIP. Yes, and Aaron, ooh. 
we're going to spend a little time. We don't talk too much about Patreon on this on this show, but we're changing some things around. And uh, I thought that our fine, fine listeners might be interested in what we have on offer here. Now, the biggest news is that we've set a goal here with the Coco Show. We know that people enjoy the show uh, at its current monthly basis, but the Coco Show could be more. It could be so much more. If we're able to get $200 in uh, monthly contributions through Patreon, the Coco Show will morph into a weekly show, Aaron, a weekly experiment in nonsense. So in order to get there, we've introduced some enticements, Aaron, some enticements for our listeners. Now, uh, we've introduced a new level, the $2 a month level. That's just, you know, if you've got a couple extra bucks left over at the end of the month and you want to throw them towards a podcast you enjoy, why not Why not the Coco Show and a couple other shows, whatever you like. You know, two bucks is not a whole lot, and we appreciate every cent that you can give. But... If you support the Coco Show at $4 a month, Aaron, you get an exclusive Coco Show magnet. Ooh. That's right. Every year around Christmas time, these things will be sent out in the mail. Everyone will know that visits your house and looks at your refrigerator what your favorite Tandy TRS-80 color computer podcast is. Mm. And after you tell them it's Coco Talk, then you can show them the Coco Show magnet. So, um, now... Of course, the $4 a month supporter also gives you full access to the Amigos Retro Gaming Discord uh, channel where there's all kinds of stuff going down all the time, chatted up with all the, the best people on the net. Now, Aaron, if you want to kick it up a notch and go the full Monty, the full $10 a month and become a Coco Game Selection Committee member, you get, in addition to the supporter magnet, you also get a uh, a Coco Game Selection Committee magnet that's got the old Mr. Computer guy on it there. And you actually get input. You can help select the games that we play on each and every episode of the Coco Show. We need help. Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, we have a, a chairman. His name is L. Curtis Boyle. Perhaps you've heard of him. Uh, and uh, every month he takes nominations for games and he creates a poll. And uh, all of the Coco Game Selection Committee members vote on the game uh, that we will play on the next episode. But that's not all. Uh, if you are a Coco Game Selection Committee member, you get access to vote on all of the Amigo shows. Not only the Coco Show, but Amigos, Everything Amiga, Our Sinclair, ZX Spectrum Podcast, and 1200XL, the show that we do all about the Atari 8-bit computers. So you'll have plenty of chances to throw in some nominees for a bunch of games that you enjoy on all those systems and vote for your favorites and uh, really steer the direction of all of our shows going forward. So... We appreciate uh, Robert Murphy jumping on board early. Of course, we appreciate all of our Coco Show supporters, Edvin Helen, Steve Rasmussen, Buttons, and William Becker. And uh, we hope to uh, reach that $200 a month goal and uh, and get the Coco Show going on a weekly basis. It is the dream boat. It, it is. is. The dream, the dream it boat. Is. Get it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know what they say. Team boat makes the dream boat. That's not what they say. They say, don't go up in a loft, idiot. You'll get bit by spiders. I believe that's exactly right. <laughs> I wish somebody would have told me that. Yeah, now, Aaron, boat. it's time to investigate the wide, beautiful world of mud pies. Mud pies. Let's, let's do it, Boaster. So, mud pies. Now, <clears throat> I'll admit, this is one I knew about from back in the day, Boaster. But you being a neophyte uh, for the most part, although, Roy, not, not anymore, but back in the day, uh, have you ever played this one until this week? The, yes, I have, because this was a uh, Coco Talk Game On Challenge yes. uh, about a month ago. And when I saw that, I was like, man, 
this is a game that we need to do on the Coco Show. And boom, there we go. I'm glad you mentioned it because this video comes from Canadian Retro Things. And it was, in fact, the video he made for the show. And uh, I would uh, like to see people check out Canadian Retro Things. It didn't get nearly enough love. It's got a great channel over there. And he also, does. we want to we promote our good buddies over at Coco Talk, who actually put on this challenge. And they've always got a great show every Saturday. Uh, check them out as well. So, Mud Pies. Now, this one was published by Computer Shack. I love that name. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you can also call them by their other name, Mitch Tron. All equally stupid name. Uh, <laughs> this was authored by Jeff Sorensen and Philip McKenzie. It's funny, Boat, because this is the first time we've read into these guys. In fact, we've talked about them before. Uh, they were responsible for Demon Seed on the Coco, if you'll recall that one. They mm. also did one of my uh, favorite Amiga games, but they did it on the ST, which was Major Motion, which was a clone of uh, Spy Major Hunter. Havoc? Oh, no, it's oh a, yeah, we played that on one of our yeah. PD Spectaculars. It's a great, yeah. No, it's not PD. It's a legit, oh, no, it's a no. legit game, brother. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's an arcade Spectacular. Yeah, it's it was a really good game. Uh, mm -hmm. So this was released in 83. Uh, this also got released. Now, this had... Uh, I didn't know for sure until I got looked into this thing, but it, in fact, had... Special releases on the uh, Coco and the Dragon 32 and the Atari ST. So this uh, this is one of the rare times where you have a crossover with the Atari ST and the Coco, which I always wow. enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when this originally debuted for sale, uh, the disc would set you back twenty nine ninety five, and the tape would set you back twenty seven ninety five. That what? seemed excessive to me here? for the yeah. tape. I was like, holy smokes, that's pricey, brother. Uh Mud Pies comes up with a, with what your classic Coco screen where it tells you to hit uh, enter if the screen is blue or hit reset if the screen is red. It does give you a, a bonus, though, and I'm assuming this is for our friends with the dragon. If you hit the space bar, you can change the background color from dark to, to white, which oh, is okay. nice. And I'm pretty sure that's, yeah. a, that's something that came from the dragon side of things. So, what is Mud Pies? Well, there's a plot behind this thing, Boat, if you can believe it. Uh, so, uh, Mud Pies is about a kid named Arnold, who, who go, the, I guess his parents took him to the circus, and instead of sitting there enjoying the circus, Arnold thought it'd be fun to go out and throw a bunch of mud pies around. He's a deviant. He is a deviant youth, and you play him, so you're the yes. bad boy, you know, uh, and he's not a caveman or anything. I was, so. I was gonna say, I wonder if he's friends with our favorite caveman teenager. Yeah, no, so. he's not. So, Arnold is a jerk. His only goal is to eat as much fast food as he can and also hit clowns with mud pies. Now, the clowns aren't sitting down and taking this. They come after him, and they're throwing bowling pins, the old juggling pins at mm -hmm. him to try to stop him or just basically grab him. And when Arnold goes down, a couple, uh, I guess what I'd call male nurses in white coats come to pick Arnold up. He's got an upset tummy. He's been overstimulated. They take him to uh, recuperate at the first aid tent boat if things go south on him. Uh, so, <clears throat> what's the goal of this? Well, the best way to describe this game, I think, Boat, would be something along the lines of the classic Atari game Food Fight mixed with a little berserk, I yes. guess would be the best way. Wait, is that the way you yes. go with it? I, if you had not said it, I was going to say those exact words. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, rendered on the screen as a little, as a little guy, white uh, pants and blue shirt, and you were accosted by these clowns. There are mud pies. I mean, again, this is multi-level. But on most levels, there are mud pies all over the screen. And your goal is to grab these mud pies, toss them at the clowns, and clear the clowns out of there. Now, the clowns just keep coming. 
But you can take one mud pie, and if you're a good enough aim, you can take out a whole slew of these clowns. And the more you take out, the more points that they're worth. So if you get mm-hmm. a good row of them, you can rack up a score uh, on this game. Uh, of course, like I said, the clowns come out at you. And after a while, you'll be able to exit the level through one of the doors that are there uh, in the true berserk fashion. There'll be Sometimes there are multiple doors. And you could literally, as soon as the door's open, you could leave. A lot of people mention that their favorite strategy is to sort of hang out near the door uh, mm-hmm. to leave. If you go long enough into the game, you'll get to a like a challenge stage where you try to get as many clowns with mud pies as you can before the timer runs out. But when you booted this thing up, the music kicked in. Uh, what were your initial impressions? Well, I was impressed that there was music. Yeah, um, that's all you need to I say, think, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought the music, it sounded, you know, it, there's there's a sound. There's a, and I'm sure that that the Coco aficionados will will there. It's been named, but it's sort of that like baseball park organ sound. Yeah. That uh, the and, uh, and so the I, I, I was great at that the, noise. Whatever that noise yeah. is, it's good at it. Yeah, and uh, and uh, these are actual classical pieces to play, but I can't for the life of me remember. I should have written them down because I knew both of them. But um, but yeah, it, it was the imp- the the first kind of you know impressions were very positive. I immediately my mind went to Berserk because of the blue walls. Yeah. Um, they uh, and you know I, this is a game that does not take a brain surgeon to figure no. out how to play. Uh, you, you got you got junk on the ground. You got pies on the ground. You pick up the pies. You throw the pies at the bad guys, and you move on. So, I like the the straightforwardness of it. Uh, I I was less a fan of the character after I read about his exploits in the documentation. I wish they'd I wish they'd give him a, a good cause to fight for, other than just making mischief. But what can you do? Um, the, I guess my first impressions of this game was was that you know for a food fight clone. Uh, this is well done because it's not exactly a food fight clone, is it? No, it's not. And we both are fans of food fight. Probably yeah. the best game ever released for the Atari seventy eight hundred. I mean, arguably, uh, mm-hmm. I'd say Asteroids is in the, is in the conversation as well. Uh, but this game uh, adds uh, some elements. For example, your uh, Arnold has to eat occasionally, and so uh, you have junk food scattered around. And if you wait too long, Arnold will slow down, and if you eat too much food, he'll slow down because it gets too full. Mm-hmm. So there's a bar to the side of the screen that's numbered that uh, goes up and down depending on how much food you've eaten, and scattered around the uh, the area are various fast food items. It looks like there's a pop or a shake in there. There's fries. I saw hot dog. Uh, so there's all kinds of junk food you'd get at the circus sitting around, and Arnold will gleefully eat it. Just run over it, and he'll eat it. But if you eat too much of it, he slows down because he's so full. But I've been there. In fact, I'm there most of the time. That's pretty much. I'm always at three. Unfortunately, you know, w- w- this is a genius idea. Yeah, it is. I love the fact that you can't just like mindlessly collect uh, power or not power ups, but you know, stamina. Um, having it, having to kind of play it so you're always watching that gauge and making sure that you're not maxed out and slowing you down. I wish more games would do that because it adds an element of strategy that a lot of these sort of mindless arcade games don't have. I agree. You know, I want to give some love uh, to our good buddy from from Discord. You were talking about everybody in Discord. Our good buddy Buck Owens is the king dong of this game. He And we actually pulled down a video of him playing. I'm going to put it up here, uh, get through it. He played it forever on this game. He was a stud, mm-hmm. and he actually 
got so far into the game that he uh, came across with stuff that me and you would never come across. I'm going to quote from Buck, if I may. At levels 5, 1, 9, 2, 13, 3, and 17, 4, these are the challenge levels where the rooms are full of pies. And you and you. and this is what we talked about. We have gotten these early ones. But the challenge level 3 and 4, there's a catch. Uh, and what it is is the, the game reverses your controls on you. And so oh my up is down and left is right, and you have to go through them. That's a great tip that I don't know if we... I would never have gotten that far into the game, but Buck is as right. a stud. He got real far into this thing, and uh, so I want to give him a shout-out. We're looking at him play right now. Uh, Bo, did you like this one? This is a winner. This is a stone-cold classic for the Coco uh, because... Okay, is this as good as Food Fight? Okay, that's what I want to answer because yes, I like this game. I like this yeah. game a lot. Um, I think that it's doing the game a disservice to call it a clone of Food Fight. Correct. Uh, the the only thing that this, I mean, the only thing that this really has in common with Food Fight is the uh, is the fact that the, you're you're throwing food. Yes, I agree. Which I guess is all really well, you're a, throwing what food pie, fight you're is. throwing mud so, pies. It's not really you're throwing food, mud yeah. pies. Yeah. Um, this is a game that I feel like has a lot more replay value than food. Fight. I agree. Um, because you're going through different rooms. You have these different goals where you're trying to push your luck versus, you know, you're trying to run up a big score. You're trying to get the clowns to line up in a, in a horizontal line so you can knock out a whole bunch of them and rack up big yes. points. It's very satisfying to There's do that. There's a greed element with that because you really right. you do your best to line them up. Let me ask you, as you go through this, did you play this with the black beauties or did you play this with one of the self-centering just how did you play this thing i no, i played this entirely on the mister this week uh -huh. with just the old with just the old direction i pad. played this with on in fact if you look behind me here in my room here i played this on the black with the actual black beauty joystick right here and mm -hmm. i will say this is a game i think that really uh holds up with the black beauties i it, it there's a there's a something about this game of course a lot of these games were made with the black beauties in mind and I think this thing, I think the Black Beauty adds to the fun of this game, really. I really, I suggest you try it when you get a chance on your stick. Okay, man. Um, I, you mentioned Food Fight and whether this game was in the same ballpark. I think, no, this is just me. I love this way more than Food Fight. I like mm -hmm. Food Fight. I think this is a great game. And I think they added a lot of things to it to make it more interesting. I like the bonus levels. I like the I like the whole plot of the game. The fact that you go through uh, these four or five different rooms and you, you're going through the doors. The food elements interesting, where you have to eat the food. The fact that they made it to where if you eat too much food, it hoses you. I love that too. I just like I just think it's very clever, Boat. Yeah, yeah. I will say in Food Fight's defense, because I went back and played a bunch of Food yeah. Fight before just to get ready for this show. Um, the thing that I really love about Food Fight, number one. Of course, graphically, this can't touch no. Food Fight. Food Fight, you're the, the the main guy in Food Fight is so personable. Yeah. You're the little boy, you know, and the chefs and stuff. And the, the, the types of food that you pick up in Food Fight, you're picking up all different kinds of food rather than just sort of mud pies. But the biggest difference in gameplay is that you can pick up a pile of tomatoes and fling them at mock speed. You know, there's, there's something really fast, uh, you know, really engaging about just hammering away and watching six or seven tomatoes go into those chefs' faces. 
you don't really get that rapid fire movement because you're picking up one pie at a time on the ground. Now they do place the pies, you know, liberally. You're never going to run yeah, out of pies or it'd be hard to, but, um, but that's, those are just a couple things that I like more about food fight, but on the whole, this is the better game. I, I, I'm going to agree to their boat. Now, um, I want to go into a couple reviews here. Uh, our good buddy, El Curtis Boyle and Bucko, and sent me a couple reviews. And these are some pretty, you know, I love it when we go back into the old, old archives and try to find these reviews. And this one, Curtis sent over, was from the 1984 February March issue of the International Computer Club Newsletter. What do you think about that? The internet, they, yeah, they International Color Computer Club newsletter. They, they threw color oh, Color in Computer there. Club. Okay, uh, it's the it's the old I Quad C. Uh, they uh, the fellow that did this, Dan Curtis, was very uh, positive about the game. He really liked it. He said his only complaint is that the disc was copy protected, and there's no way uh, on how to make a backup. It's funny you don't think about that sort of thing now, but that was a huge deal back in the day. You know, I read I read a lot of uh, reviews in Antic Magazine, which is the Atari Eight Bit Magazine, and that gets mentioned all the time. You know, for better or worse, they say yes, it does, or no, it doesn't. So that was definitely a question on a lot of game buyers' minds, and it's no wonder because you're spending twenty, you know, thirty dollars on this game. And if you can't make a backup copy, you're screwed if, if, if the disc gets, you know, if the disc goes bad. And $30 in 1983 money is, you know, close to 100 bucks today. Yeah. So um, We also had a, uh, from Curtis, the, uh, this is from, actually, I actually had a subscription to Hot Cocoa, February of 84. They actually gave this a grade. Uh, and they gave, in categories, uh, they gave this a 7 out of 10 in graphics, an 8 out of 10 in sound a 9 out of 10 in playability, and a 7 out of 10 in documentation. The uh, article, go there's one part of this that struck me as particularly funny. I'm going to quote it. It says, quote, But Arnold sees lots of mud pies lying around. You sure that stuff's mud? Weren't the elephants just in here? <laughs> so, oh. So, so the, he asserts that he's throwing elephant dung at the clowns, which <laughs> that would explain why the clowns are so, <laughs> yeah, are so pissed yeah. off. They want to get this guy. Anyway... Uh, the the article, which was written by Mark Reynolds, goes on to uh, finish with, over the past two months or so, I've seen some excellent new computer club game or co color computer games. The graphics and mud pies might lack the sophistication of Sun, but for sheer playability, this game has no equal. So very, very flowery review uh, of the game there. And then lastly, I believe Buck Owen sent this one over. This is from uh, Rainbow of 84. Uh, they were real. They were also pretty positive about. It. They weren't as uh, uh, into it as a lot of people, but they liked it. Uh, they uh, they finished up the article. This was this was a triple person article. You can't do this anymore. Three people wrote this review. Uh, Don, Pat, and Chris Dahlberg. Uh, they summarized with for those who enjoy maneuver and shoot games, Mud Pie is an excellent game. For those who have been playing similar type games, which depend solely on joystick dexterity, we would rate Mud Pies as average to good. They also mentioned something here that I thought was interesting. I was going to ask you about this. Uh, they uh, they think that there is, in fact, a bug in the food-eating scale uh, that, that will uh, uh, that hamper it from being accurate. Now, I did not pay close enough attention to the food-eating scale. I just tried to keep it so I didn't eat too much food. But uh, mm -hmm. they assert that there is a bug in the game, so that's kind of interesting uh, to uh, ponder. Uh, did we get any Discord action on this one, Boaster? We do, and, and I, I want to give another thank you to Buck Owens because he pointed me in the direction of the Dragon 
um, artwork. You know, uh, the Coco games here in the States weren't known for their fancy packaging. Yeah. I think that's the understatement of the year. Yeah. Uh, but the Dragon games, because they did have to compete with so many other systems at the same time, uh, they uh, they often splurge with some actual graphics on the front of the cassette. And uh, it's interesting because the front of Bud Pies uh, actually looks like a little clown. Like, it shows the, the kid, Arnie, or whatever his Arnold. name is. He, Arnold, he's dressed as a clown on the cover, which is weird. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so thank you to Buck Owens for, for shooting that artwork over to me. Um, Curtis actually wrote two reviews of this <laughs> game. He wrote, he, he wrote one on August 8th and then he wrote another one today. That's a revised so I'll one. His, yeah, I'll read his revised one that he submitted today. He says, I'd played other similar games to this before I first played Mud Pies. He says, Food War comes to mind. But this had some unique things like bonus style rounds and certain doorways you had to exit instead of just an object goal on the screen like the ice cream cone in Food War or Food Fight. Others have done far better playing on this than I and found things I had no idea about. But this has still been a fun game for me. 7.5 out of 10. And that's the only one. That's the only one we got this week. Very weekend. good. You know, I, I do want to mention that you can tell the guys that made this were gamers, because they they had. I like you talk about personality. I like the fact that the two white suited nurses come out to help your guy with the gurney off the screen, but that does get old after a while. And of course, what so what they built in was if you just hold the button down, it happens about mm -hmm. one half the one fifth of the time. Right. I love that. Yeah, and so it's that. still funny when it comes out, but you won't have to sit there and wait because if you had to endure that every time you died, that would suck. One last thing I wanted to mention: the uh, if you're watching the video of this, uh, I've got a uh, box art there for Mud Pies. As far as I can tell, that box art was from the uh, ST. All right, there, and I think the tapes for the Dragon were the same. I could not. I could not authenticate anyone that had a screenshot of the color computer version of this that had the correct uh, pu you know, publisher and looked correct. So I don't know exactly mm -hmm. what that is. I don't know if that's what you got sent, but this is the no. This is yeah. The, the dragon tape cover is completely different. And I should also it's mention there's no different. way I could not find this anywhere on eBay. None. None had been sold. None were mentioned in any way. So this is probably fairly rare now. Before we move out of here, I do want to mention this also got released. Of course, the Coco and the Dragon are pretty much going to be the same thing, but this also got a release both on the Atari ST uh, mm. and by, by the same fellows. Because, the, again, keeping in mind that they did uh, uh, major motion for the ST, so these guys worked on both the Coco and then they transitioned over to the Atari ST, which I, I like the idea of a team working together, you know, and staying together and doing stuff with multiple computers. And here they go. So you're looking at a side-by-side -side comparison, if you're watching the video, of the Atari uh, ST version of Mud Pies and the Coco version. But what do you think of the ST uh, version of this? This looks like an abomination. Oh, you don't like it? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I... I it would be difficult for me to design a game that looked worse than this. You gotta admit those clowns are horrific. I mean, they look—they do look. Yeah, scary. They, yeah, they do look horrific. That's true. But man, I mean, the Coco version. Just look at the dude. Look at Arnold. He looks like a freaking. He looks like Coach Z from Homestar Runner. He looks awful. It is interesting that the. Of course, we've seen things on the Atari ST plenty of times, and one would assume that if one wanted, you could really make a, a really nice updated version of Mud Pies for the ST and really have something to hang your hat on, but they did not go that route. This I would say this was a 
uh, a quick and dirty version. Now, I will say the scale of the eating of the food is different. If you look over to the side... Uh, it's ticking down quick. Yeah, well, they've got it's got time there, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if they I don't know exactly if there's a if there's a sameness there. I mean, we've got the cocoa version has the time thing and the food scale. This is like I said, it's a different setup here uh, on this, but in some ways, I think the cocoa version looks more fun. So, in fact, in yeah. a lot of ways, in every way. So, yeah. if you're gonna try this, I'd be interested if you if you. Uh, have seen uh, or played the Atari ST version of Mudplies, I'd love for you to leave us a comment uh, below the video. Let us know what you, know, you think. I don't know if Buck Owens, I don't really know what he's talking about right now in the chat, but I'm going to I'm gonna interpolate his comment and make one of it my own. Remember how well, you've played Neo Mr. Do before, right? Yeah. In my opinion, this is this is sort of in the same vein where you had a much more capable system. And you uh, and they went out and they made the ugliest game they possibly could with that with that newer hardware. I will say, Buck also just said that he read this was the first commercial Atari ST game release that might explain okay. uh, sure. why it looked so remedial in the universe of glory that was the Atari ST boat. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that was uh, Mud Pies. We hope you uh, uh, we hope you liked it. Uh, now we have like a well, we talked about. Earlier in the show, we now have a Coco Game Selection Committee, and uh, we had uh, a, a, a vote thanks to L. Curtis Boyle. He made this poll, and all of our Game Selection Committee members voted. And uh, next month's episode is going to be the puzzle and strategy game category. And uh, the winner was uh, Photon. Photon suggested by uh, Robert Allen Murphy. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and uh, now Curtis, uh, he he says I will mention the programmer used a clever hardware trick to optimize the joystick reads that broke the emulators, and I don't believe that the fix for Mame has come through yet. He says Tim Linder, one of the Coco Mame devs, issued a patch to Photon itself to allow it to work in those situations. So if we have joystick problems on the Mister. Uh, he sent us a version that will work fine on real Coco 3 hardware. Or, or I know he says he hopes this version will help. So anyway, if you are on the Discord, I'm going to put this uh, this patched version of Photon in the Coco Show channel so you can download it for your emulators or if you're using it on the Mister. If you have a real Coco, uh, real Coco 3, then you should be good. And I believe this is a Coco, Photon is a Coco 3 only game, oh, isn't sweet. it, Aaron? I'm not, I don't. I'm not sure. I've actually played this with Bode. I don't recall it right off the top of my head. So, I I've had a cup of coffee with this one. I know this is one of Curtis's favorites. Yeah, this is Coco 3 only. So uh, we will get to work on that. And uh, like I said, if you're in the Discord, hit up the Coco t- uh, Show channel to get that patched version so you can try it out in an emulator. All right. So thank you all for listening. And until next time, there's only one thing to say, Aaron, and that is all hail El Curtis Boyle.